At just fifteen years of age, I left my bejeweled city of Tyre, famed for its trade in exotic spices, its purple cloth, its lavish splendor, to arrive in the shabby stronghold of Samaria in Israel. I, a virgin bride, hailed as the daughter of Tyre, was greeted with all the customary feasting and revelry befitting a queen, and brought to my husband-to-be, King Ahab. I tried to hide my disappointment at my first glance of the man. He was clumsy in appearance, heavy-set and dull of eye, nor did he have the wit or charm that makes those deficits forgivable in other men. I sighed in resignation. I was a bartered commodity, valued only for my beauty and for the alliance of neighboring kingdoms in my body. But that beauty brought power. I sensed it immediately. Certainly I had seen men bestow longing glances at my girlish form in my own father's palace. But here in Israel, my very foreignness conferred on me an aura of majesty, firing the lusts of men at court. I could sense it whenever I walked into a room, and I resolved to make the most of this highly prized quality. My breasts, especially, were precociously prodigious, and this asset would serve me well throughout the three decades I was Israel's queen. But alas, Ahab was not the man to pay reverence to my body as a woman would wish. How shall I describe his demeanor on our wedding night? Clumsy would be generous, perfunctory, mechanical, and above all, brief. He came at me with hunger rather than desire, completely oblivious to my adornments of womanhood, the gold filigree embroidering of my robe, much less the scent of sandalwood perfuming my skin. And he treated the hand-woven silks most proximate to my maidenhood as mere drapery hanging between him and his quarry. I did my conjugal duty, dully aware that my charms and beauty were utterly wasted on this oaf. I laid back and thought of Israel. I don't know if Ahaziah was conceived that night, but he was born to us the following year. Alas, I was to find no more joy in being a mother than in being a wife, but more on that later. It was not until the Assyrian ambassador arrived at court around my seventeenth birthday that I felt true desire begin to stir in my core. I was smitten at first sight, and I could tell, even from the way he sipped his wine over dinner, savoring every drop of flavor, that he would pay reverence to my body as I deserved. I saw from the reflection of candlelight in his eyes that he was just as enamored of me, and I knew from the way he danced, gentle but commanding, that his fire would illuminate my being. I positively squirmed in my seat, almost faint with desire, my inner garments saturated with anticipation.